Hi, this is Tom Field with BankInfoSecurity.com. I'm talking today with Greg Kirichenko, Information Security Manager with People's United Bank. And we're talking about identity management. Greg, how are you today? Very good, Tom. How are you? Very well. Now, Greg, you've recently been involved with an identity management project. Now, was this project scope secure authentication, synchronization, full positioning? I mean, what was it? And what led to your decision regarding the scope of this project? Um, we went ahead and actually did the full provisioning and password management was the core functionality that we looked to introduce first and then also with the password management incorporate some authentication synchronization. And uh, what led us to go down this path was regulatory compliance and uh, intended cost savings as well as increasing efficiency by reducing the number of methods that we used uh, prior to our requesting system access. So, Greg, what's the value to an enterprise from automating user lifecycle management as you've done? Uh, a lot of things that it's actually gone ahead and done for um, for us as far as value. We actually are able to achieve regulatory compliance, improve auditing capabilities for our system access. We're able to manage access control between our human resource system and our enterprise identity access management solution. And uh, we're able definitely to reduce organizational costs um, and increase efficiency by improving the time to deliver any provision requests. Um, this is a, a big, big factor in, into the whole grand scheme of things. What used to take us, you know, approximately 10 days to, to complete from a provisioning um, user lifecycle now takes about 5 to 10 minutes. So the, uh, the time to deliver has definitely been increased. And we've also created a simple, uh, more simple process to actually um, provision and request access. So our user community is definitely much happier with the way that things are, are panning out. Sure. Well, those are great results. Now, I was gonna, you sort of anticipated the question on the business side. I mean, the question is ROI. How do you measure ROI on something like an identity access and management project? Great question, Tom. And uh, what we did up front was we began establishing security metrics early on as we began to centralize security administration. And uh, over that time, we trended the actual metrics to show uh, business value to the organization. And with that, allowed us to the organization to embrace the continuous improvement to the actual identity and access management process. Bet you got a lot of attention with this project, didn't you? We definitely got a lot of attention. We've uh, received some industry awards, and uh, we actually are incorporated in a lot of things going going forward from uh, from bringing a system into into the actual organization. Excellent, Greg. What were some of the unanticipated benefits from your project? I mean, just something that came up that you never expected might come up. Uh, some of the some of the big things that I definitely have noticed is just some of the organization how the organization values identity and access management. Um, our initial deployment was uh, using leveraging our human resource department and our retail banking, and we established some very great working business relationships. And those relationships then go ahead and carry on to other lines of business, which has enabled us to get work done quickly and have buy-in at, at an early stage in, in the process. I'm curious, who first introduced this project? Was it something that you brought forward, or was it something you inherited from somebody else? This was a project that um, was was an ongoing project that we wanted to go ahead and actually work on. We didn't actually have the budget for it um, in prior years, and then I actually inherited it as uh, new management came into the organization. Yeah, and of course it's become a bigger priority with just everything that we've gone through the last few years. Correct, absolutely. How long would you say the project took by the time uh, you got hold of it and finished? 
Um, well, we I actually started from soup to nuts, and we got our base level core infrastructure done in under six months, which is um, very quick by by industry standards. And we did a lot of we leveraged a lot of uh, key individuals to go ahead and make that happen, and uh, we were able to increase the priority um, internally to make sure that we met the actual dates, and we also did it to appease our our auditors. Um, that's that's where we actually ended up, uh, you know, getting to. There's continuous improvement that continues to take place today as we continue to evolve and enhance what our current offering is. Sure. Now, Greg, how long have you been in banking and in security? I've been in banking for a little over 10 years now, and I have uh, been in security for approximately seven years now. Well, that's a century in terms of security these days. Yeah, it really is. Greg, what advice would you give to someone starting out in the field of, of financial information security? You know, it, like yourself, if you came into the, the, the job today, what advice would you give to yourself? Well, I actually have an intern now that I'm, I'm coaching and mentoring, and uh, the big things that I make sure I, I let him know is to understand technology. That's any networks, uh, servers, PCs, understand the technology and how it actually works. And then after that, understanding the basic principles of security, the 10 domains of security that are listed in the CISSP um, certification or any type of security methodology. And then the big thing is uh, that complements that as a risk management perspective, understanding your threats, what control objectives you can put in place, understanding the common vulnerabilities that are out there that exist so that you can put in the appropriate safeguards to, uh, to control those, mm-hmm. those, those threats and vulnerabilities. And then the other big thing is just to make sure you stay abreast of uh, new security products, threats, and industry activity. Yeah. You know. How much knowledge of banking does someone need to work in your industry right now? I mean, I always hear the, the value of being able to speak the language of business. Does that apply as well? Uh, absolutely. Um, understanding the, the language is uh, definitely a value add for, for anyone working in information security within the financial industry. So knowing the terms is, is, is essential. And also knowing what the, the common common buzzwords are uh, helps to go ahead and be able to make things happen. And also being able to relate it down so that the business understands what you're talking about from a technology standpoint and what the potential impact is to um, any risk that you may face as an organization. Sure. What do you see as being some of the bigger trends that will affect the nature of uh, well of your intern's career over the next few years? Um Definitely the big things that I, I see is moving more towards risk risk management and uh, you know making sure that communication skills and education are, are essential um, to making sure that you're successful in that position and also staying fresh on industry trends and what way the industry is going and um, using and leveraging good security models for your own organization as companies derive or create them and establish them. Excellent. Greg, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. We've been talking Take with oh, we've been talking with Greg Kirichenko with People's United Bank and for Information Security Media. I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.